Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Morning Quickie. No shit. November, day 11, 11, 11, make a wish. Me, I wish today was my day. Because today is definitely not my day. There are days that are your day. There are days that are other people's day. There are days that are multiple people's day. And then there are days that are definitely not your day. Today is one of those days. It's going to take a hard shift very soon to turn the day around. But I'm definitely setting that intention and taking steps closer to that and not completely letting myself fall apart, even though my sinuses are completely jacked and feel like they got railed by 10 guys barebacked in the back alley of a bar after too many drinks and wake up the next day. And that's how I feel. I don't have the best sinuses. If not, I have the worst sinuses. And today, they've shown me how bad they can be. I'll push through and get right into it. My goal was to talk about the movie Love Hard. Just a little bit. Saw it last night. It's a new Christmas movie on Netflix, which they're already starting with the Christmas movies, and it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. It's November, for fuck's sake. It's not even Thanksgiving. What are we doing? Why are we completely just negating Thanksgiving? Why aren't there more Thanksgiving movies? It is such a great holiday to create just as many amazing stories and have uh, the only one I can think of is planes, trains, and automobiles. I believe that is a, about a guy trying to get home for Thanksgiving. And that's pretty much it. I don't know if there's any other one. Maybe there's one more, actually. I think there's another one with Ed O'Neill. I think it was an Ed O'Neill movie that I think is actually really good. Those movies, they're not bad. Uh, and it's called Dutch. Dutch is actually not a bad movie. You should definitely check it out. So they're already starting with Christmas movies. And I saw some things on TikTok or some sort of social media platform that made me think, oh, this is going to be a good one. And to report to you, Overall, I happen to agree. It is a good Christmas movie. It's a good romantic comedy. It's not the best. There's an argument over the best. And actually, in the movie, it's very meta. Because as it's a Christmas movie, it, it actually, inside the movie, argues about which one is the best Christmas movie. And unfortunately, they've taken the, you know, the diehard conversation of is it a Christmas movie, is it not? And try to make it, you know, a part of the movie. Which I guess is them trying to be very relevant to, you know, what the kids and other different Reddit users are talking about. And then trying to be very hip and well, very meta. And bring light to that. I'm in the camp of I do believe it's a Christmas movie. And I also do believe it is one of the best. And the characters talk about that. And I'm guessing that's why the, the movie is called Love Hard. I'm guessing it is 
a playoff of Die Hard and it being a love story. And I guess I like that. Not 100% sure. But like I said, more over. This is a decent Christmas movie. Decent rom-com. It's not your typical Hallmark Christmas movie or any other Christmas movie that come out. It's pretty good. I It does bring up a lot of different things. So in this movie, there's a catfishing going on. Uh-oh. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. That was pretty fucking late. Um, I'll do my best to see if I can put that in front. Maybe I'll put a disclaimer. Maybe I won't. Sometimes that's how it is. Like, <laughs> it's not my day. Maybe it's not your day. But bear with me. So in this movie, there's a catfishing. And basically, these two online, basically, did I just say that twice? Man, this sign of shit is fucking me up. So, there's a catfishing. He and her meet online, and she's basically had all the, you know, cliched, shitty fucking dates, and finally finds the one, and then the one isn't the one kind of thing. And... Everything about him is who he is, except his picture is different. And so when she gets there, she gets all pissed. And I kind of get that. You know, you want to show up and, you know, people are physically attracted. And then there's that. And it points out a big fact I don't think a lot of people want to talk about is how shallow women are. They want to say how shallow men are and this. I kind of like how it flips it on a script and it shows a little bit of how shallow men are. I don't know if it was trying to show how shitty men are and how men are liars. I'm sure it had that kind of feminist woke kind of turn. Yet I think it showed greatly how shallow women can be. How th this story shows she would not have swiped. Being the fact that they so are compatible personality wise and she falls in love with him personally because she never sees him in person just in pictures enough to fly to see him like that's how great of a connection they have and then when she sees he's not the you know 511 dashingly chiseled chin ripped fucking model and he's just you know a shorter decently looking handsome asian dude she's super disappointed but it's like okay so you only liked him based on his looks and it's not even like he's disgusting that's different if it was so drastic like he was some fucking haggard dude in the corner and yeah maybe he talks a little bit about liking the outdoors when he really doesn't he was mainly it was mainly him and there's these tiny little bits and it kind of points out to me how how funny life can be when we want to say that men are the ones who only care about physical, they don't care about personality. And then you see this and social media, Tinder, all these dating apps has shown it is very much a shallow fucking disgusting pool of people who are only going off of looks and they want to say personality, but they don't really want personality. All women 
90% of women want to look for the top 10% of men. That's all they're looking for. And that's really, and then they fall in the bottom 90. And it's hilarious because it is something they have to go through so many different, you know, those top 10s or even maybe the, the shittier 90% of men until they realize that, oh, wait, life is more than just looks and all these different superficial things. And then they settle on the guy and everybody's probably like, oh, how did he get her? And there's always this dynamic of like, oh, she's way too hot for him. It's like, okay, sure. Sure he is. Because we think all women, you know, are amazing. Men, you know, worship the ground women walk on. And that's another thing, um, a video I was listening to pointed out, and maybe I can find the video and just play the audio for you. And I think it's a very interesting point that they make. It's a very powerful point, but let me see if I can find it right here. Okay, here we go. All right, rewind. One of the worst things to happen to gender dynamics is this. They put a smartphone with a camera into women's hands. That was disastrous for relationships and gender dynamics. From there, she can worship herself. She can broadcast other people to worship her. So much so that if she has a spouse, a boyfriend, or whoever people pursuing them, they cannot match the attention that she can get on her own. They cannot match the attention that she can get via Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, all of these vehicles to broadcast herself for women's worship. And the beta males are eating it up. So that actually, I think, landed pretty big. And I see some truth in it. And you want to say, no, it's men and women. No, it's not men and women. Not even fucking close. Social media has definitely destroyed a lot when it comes to relationships on both sides, being that it's created this, you know, instant gratification and tons of different options and lack of commitment and furthering down the line of where the gold is inside of a connection with another person and the beauty in that person, because there's thousands at the tip of their fingers. But he points out that the women specifically is a completely different ball game because there are men who like women are inherently valuable just based on their looks based on what they could provide with no effort whatsoever due to, you know, chemistry and biology and all of that. So social media for women has created this dynamic of, oh, I need certain amount of attention and it's got to look like this and I need to get it somewhere else because no man can give me as much as I can get across all these different social media platforms. And it's become very superficial, very shallow, where women just get fucking complimented daily and they have to show more to get more. How does a man compete with that? And nobody wants to meet in person anymore due to the countless hurdles we create in in in-person connection. So you have to connect online. And now you have to say the exact right thing and look the exact right way for this person to give you a time of day. And it's not even like it's a fucking 10. This is like the top 10 percentage of women. This is the bottom 50% of women who act the same way as the top 50% because 
because we've just made all women feel absolutely special. And yes, women are special. Humans are special. Women are beautiful, but that shouldn't get to your head where now you are fucking losing your values, your morals, and you're not humbled. You're kind of narcissistic, fucking catty, and just have very little qualities you look for in a, in a life partner. You've basically whittled yourself down to physical value. And we all want to judge that men, you know, whittle women down to only the physical value. You see me as an object. You see this. Well, you're not helping when you just post your tits on fucking Instagram and you, you basically exacerbate the entire issue by giving in and doing that. And you're like, well, nobody's going to like me. For well, yeah, guess what? That may be possible. But if you, if you have the majority of women that are willing to compromise that because they want the attention, then we're just losing, we're devaluing everything about a woman beyond her looks. And I'm all about, you know, appreciating a woman for not only her looks, but for her personality, for her humor, for her sensibility. I just see that with everything going on, it's all about looks and it's all about the things that really at the end of the day don't matter. The things that fade. You know, like in this movie, those looks he would have had would have faded. Yet the personality, the thing she really fell in love with, that doesn't go unless if you get dementia and your Alzheimer's and shit. But that's that comes with the territory. And that's not always guaranteed. Some people are sharp until they're 90 and they die. But looks guaranteed fade. That's time. And it's just a, a, an interesting conversation and an interesting topic as I dive into relationships and learning as much as I can about them to support people with them. And this is a crazy society is in a crazy place right now where you can't meet people in person because it's like I said in another podcast, it's not really it doesn't seem to be encouraged. And so you have to meet online and online is a, a fucking war zone of either you are, if you're in that top 10% of men, you literally are fucking smash and poon like it's your goddamn job. Like you're at a fucking home run derby and they're throwing fucking softballs at you, just knocking it out of the park. And then the bottom 90, let's even, let's give it, let's spread it a little bit more. Let's do the top 30 and then the bottom 70. 70% get nothing. They get, they're fucked because they're not this chiseled, amazing dude. And they're fucking great guys. They're out there doing amazing things. The things that would treat a woman right and aren't looking for just the bullshit. And they get fucking shafted because they don't look the way that, you know, is instantly appealing. And then they're put right on the spot where you need to fucking show me that you are the most interesting man in the world on text right now. Go fuck. The the huge thing that's missing in society now, and when I mean that, I mean like generationally and all of that is nuance, the nuance of relationship and 
energetic exchange. And in this movie, they also talk about, you can tell that they don't know nuance because they still shit on this. They have this woke feminist fucking point of view of baby, it's cold outside, calling it like a sexual harassment. Like basically they're shitting on it because there was that huge woke thing about, oh, it's such a disgusting song. And that, that, that inability to be able to see the the flirting and her being coy and the dance of relationship and conversation is exactly why you see a rise in divorce. Why you see a astounding level of single motherhood and single parenthood and this <clears throat> what seems to be a fight for not getting into relationships and being single. You see the drop in relationships. Because we're losing the nuance, the the balance and the dance of relationships and being in it and swimming in it. We just keep making things way more complicated than they have to be without trusting and flowing and being in the shit. Like we want it to be very binary where it's like straightforward. You need to do all these things. You need to list all these things. You need to match on all these things. We need to do this. It's so overanalyzed before you even get the chance to try it out. Cause people are so afraid of failure. People are wanting to fucking bubble wrap everything and, Oh, I want to get into it, but I don't want to be hurt or it needs to be exactly this. Or I would hate for this to happen. This one extreme that happens like 2% of the time. We're literally stopping the 98% of the beauty of a fucking relationship connection in life because this two fucking percent we're highlighting every goddamn day on the news, everything on social media, this 2% of an interaction is becoming the thing that debilitates and spreads fear into everything and stops progress. Love is messy. It's crazy. It's weird. It's insane. It's unpredictable. And that is the whole journey of it. It's fighting up to get up to that top of that hill, knowing that whatever you're looking for is up there. That's what you're fighting for. It's dirty. You slip in the mud. You climb, you climb, you climb, and you get up there and you see the most beautiful landscape you've ever seen. And it seems like we're unwilling to make that journey now because hard work, getting messy, failure, all these things, we're not resilient anymore. There's no resilience when it comes to anything with these newer generations. It's crazy. The coddling, the babying, there's no toughening. There's just like, you need to be handed everything on a silver platter instantly, instant gratification. And if not, it's not going to work. Move on. It's scary. It's dangerous of what, where we're getting to. And I, I'm sure, you know, life's like a pendulum. It'll swing back here soon. I don't know when. Hopefully soon. But yeah, a love hard Christmas movie. You should check it out. It's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> All right. Better end it there. I went off on a tangent and we're back. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate you. If you want, you have Anything I said, you know, pissed you off or resonated with you or you want to have a discussion about it, don't hesitate to send me an email at roarartistry at gmail.com or you can find me at official Rower Artistry on Instagram, Rower Artistry TikTok, Facebook, all the things. Just search it. I appreciate you. And make sure you make today the best one yet. Thank you. Take care.